Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Got em, Coach, the show that brings sneakerheads and ballplayers together. Now, here's your host with over 200 pairs of sneakers, Tyrone Smith. <laughs> nah, I ain't even like that, bro. But, uh, hey, look, check this out, man. Y'all already know what it is. I'm back in the building doing what I loves to do, even though I, I'm not doing it as consistent as I normally would do it, but hey, you know what, <laughs> it's whatever, it is what it is, you know, everybody can't get everything they want when they want it, you know, sometimes, so, you know, you gotta, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta ride with the wave for a little bit, man, but, um, this is episode number, what episode number is this? <laughs> I ain't did it in so long, bro. I don't even know what episode number this is, man. What's going on? Oh, this 23. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Jordan. It's the Jordan uh episode, baby. T- episode 23 of the show. Where Gatorade Cool Blue is awesome. Got him cold. Yes, 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 yes. I'm the man, no myth, straight hustle the boy wrong, aka Mr. Hustle Bandit, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandit. Daytona 360 because the boy still spinning around the world, spinning around the world, brush to my hair, oh, I'm spinning around the world. Alive and in the flesh. And y'all already know. Y'all already know. Ain't no question. Y'all already know. Y'all already you, you, you just know. You 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 gotta know this. You gotta you 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 just you you just you just know. You 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 already know, man. You just know already know what i come to do so come on and say it with me because y'all already know and if it's your first time listening listen up because next week i expect for you to say it right along with me 
I come to give y'all that Dylan Dillinger hot fire. That H E A T. He. already know how it go man hey but look check this out man check this out check this out uh 2k dropped a couple weeks ago and uh i ain't even gonna lie it, it, it's not as it's not as hype as uh 2k 17 is i mean it got it has its high moments but uh for the most part it's not as it's not as hype as a uh, 2k 17 was uh it's not as hype. I ain't even bought NBA Live yet because from what I've heard, NBA Live is trash. And that's just what I expected. Uh, I expect the NBA Live to be super trash, dumpster, dumpster doodle juice. That's that's what I expected. This, this is what I expected. This is what I know. But um NBA 2K18 isn't really uh isn't really that cracked up to be. At least the my career, the my career part. The marker part isn't really as cracked up. Don't get me wrong, the the little the first person, the little Roman thing, that's kind of dope, that's hype. But I think you know it's just it's it's just it's just not for me. At least I haven't really gotten a chance to really get into it, so I can't really give a fair opinion on it. I can't really give a fair opinion on the game right now because I ain't really got into it like that. I have played my GM. They got a little story mode the first season. The story mode is kind of dope. It, may, it makes you not like people more than what you may not like people. <laughs> so you you might want to check that out. Um, so, you know, scratch everything I said about 2K18 not being up to the hype of 2K17. I take that back. When I play it a little more, when I, when I go 48 hours in the same spot on my couch and I got KFC crumbs all over my shirt and I got juice all on my shirt and you know i got i got donut crumbs all in my beard then i let y'all know i can give y'all an honest fair opinion on what the game is so i can't give you one right now but from from what i played from it so far it has its high moments and it has its low moments so you know you just got to take the good with the bad you know what i'm saying but uh once i do all that you know what i'm saying i'll be able to give y'all uh, an honest opinion of what's going on with the uh, with, with 2k but uh NBA Live is trash. <laughs> um, basketball season is slowly upon us. Uh, a little under a week away to be exact. Uh, it's getting real. It's getting real, man. It's it's getting real. I'm I'm super excited for the season this year. Probably more excited than I've been for any other seasons. Um, I think this is gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting it's gonna be an interesting wave to see what goes on. Um, a lot of interesting storylines and been trans has transpired over the past couple weeks to months to couple months to however long I ain't been consistently doing episodes that I've been wanting to drop news on, but I can't drop news on because I ain't been doing episodes. If I can't drop news on stuff, if I ain't doing episodes, <laughs> but um, overall, like I said, man, I think the season is actually going to be quite interesting. I'm actually going to a Pistons game. Um, coming up, I'm gonna check them boys out. Uh, see what they about. I'm gonna be at the uh, Little Caesars Arena, aka the Pizza Dome, as I like to call it. Um, the Pepperoni Box. 
<laughs> uh, so I'm gonna be down there. Um, check the, I'm gonna not only get to check the stadium out because you know this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be the third game down there. Um, I haven't been, been able to check out the previous two, so I'm gonna be down there and be able to check it out. Um, not only am I gonna be able to do that, but I'm actually be able to check those Pistons out. Um, it's gonna be an interesting year for my uh for my boys from downtown because <laughs> uh you know I think this is gonna be a make or break year for them, man. They got all the pieces in place. Um, it's just a matter of can they put the pieces together, get the chemistry together, and um, you know do some damage in the Eastern Conference because honestly, man, the East is trash, man. The East is trash. I mean, you got you 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 know you got your you got your mainstays. You got your Cleveland. You got your Boston. You got your Toronto. You got your Washington. Milwaukee's going to be there this year, but really after that, I mean, it ain't really too much to really write home about. You know, so like Chicago ain't going to be there. You know, they they dropping out. Indiana they ain't going to be there either. They dropping out. So it's gonna be it's gonna be some spots for the Pistons to potentially take. Um. This year, man, but it's just going to be up to them and what they do, man. I think if Stan Van Gundy don't get his act together this year, man, he got to he got to say bye bye. He got to go away. He got to he got to give up the coaching duties. He got to go up to the box. He got to be the, the, the president of basketball operations. He's got to stick to one job. I actually did a show on that. I, I actually said or I actually talked about why um, it's not a lot of successful dual role um people in basketball because it's too much work you can't scout players um sign players um and then have to do the rotation of players and then put players on the trade like you know that's just that's just too much work man they 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 stressing themselves out that's that's too much work just like me i I stress myself out trying to do too much that's why i do an episode every week because you know pulling episode putting information together and all that other craziness is just it's it's, it's too much for me it's too much for my little it's too much for my big head you know i mean it's, it's a lot of brains in there you know i got a lot of brains in there a lot of smarts and intelligence but you know sometimes the brain need a rest you know, just just to just to dumb down and you know, just just chill for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 relax. You know, just don't 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 be so serious. You know what I mean? You know, so you know that's what I'm doing. Me, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, I'm a fool. But um, basketball season, like I said, is a little under a week away. Preseason is going crazy. Um. Them them dub them dubs just put up 142 points on the Timberwolves, man. Them Timberwolves is looking nice, man. Them Timberwolves is looking nice. That West, that West gonna be something vicious and something serious, man. Um, I'm actually excited for the. I don't even care about the East. The East is trash, man. I just want to watch all the West Coast games because that's where all the best teams is is on the West Coast. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching the Timberwolves play this year. I just I just re-upped on my NBA league pass. Nah, I can watch it on my iPad and my phone and all that, you know what I'm saying? So when I ain't when I'm somewhere they ain't got NBA League pass, I whip out the iPad, you know what I mean? Watch me some NBA League pass, watch me some games, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, you get the out of market games and all that good stuff with the NBA League pass, man. Um so you know it's 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? So um I'm I'm like I said, I'm very excited for the season to come forward, man. Um it's gonna be a lot. It's a lot of interesting questions going forward. You already know. I don't know if I touched on it. Uh, I think I touched on it in a previous episode. I may not have touched on it in a previous episode. I think I I, I talked about it when I was doing my my layout for the show, but I don't think I actually talked about it. Talked about it. But that boy D Wade, D Wade is now a Cavalier. Um, 
we got him in there with D Rose. I mean, that that whole little team, man. Cleveland. I ain't even gonna lie, man. Cleveland is looking kind of nice, but then, uh, Cleveland's Cleveland's potential is contingent on if they can stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like on paper, when you look at their team on paper, you got Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose, Jay Crowder, J.R. Smith, Amon Shumpert, LeBron. No, I'm sorry. Amon Shumpert don't count because he's trash. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose, J.R. Smith. Uh, Jay Crowder, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, uh, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. Uh, I think I said LeBron, but if I'm not LeBron, you know they got a lot of interesting pieces there, with the exception of Amon Sharp because he's trash. But um, that that team is nice, but that team is so contingent on staying healthy. For example, Isaiah Thomas is out with a hip; he's not coming back to January. Derrick Rose is going to be your starting point guard. He's one, he's one elevated jump shot away from messing up his knee. Trying, not trying to be funny, but this is just the reality of what Derrick Rose is about at this point of his career. So, if you cross those two out, you know who your starting point guard is going to be. Cleveland is going to be Jose Calderon. Yes, Jose Cal, Jose, forty-five year old Calderon. Yes, he's going to be your starting point guard at the two. You got Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade isn't really the, the 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 poster boy of health, and then he's older, so that means injury is probably going to come a mile a minute. And then you got to understand he's probably not going to be playing in a lot of games. You know how they like to rest their players, so you're gonna probably going to be seeing a lot of that. So let's say Dwayne Wade gets hurt. You got J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith is going to be probably be your starting two guard. J.R. Smith isn't. In my personal opinion, he isn't the best when he's a starter. He's more he's more suited for coming off the bench because he gives a lot of fire and energy that he can jack up all the shots he wants. As a starter, when you jack up the shots and you and LeBron James is on on the same court as you, you know people look at you kind of funny. Like who you think you are? You're not Kobe. You're not the next Kobe. Then you got Amon Shumpert. He's trash. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Cal Corver. I'll put Cal Corver in before I put Amon Shumpert in. Take Amon Shumpert, sit him at the very end of the bench. You might can sit him on the first two rows of the uh in the crowd. Let him sit there. Let him marinate. Matter of fact, just trade him, man. Now, I heard they was trying to trade him to like New Orleans or something like that, but couldn't get a trade through. If I'm New Orleans, I don't even want him because if I'm New Orleans, I'm looking for a guy who can shoot the ball. He ain't shooting no ball. That's just the reality of what Demond Shepard is at this point. I never liked Demond Shepard. He's trash. <laughs> but then you got the small forward. You got LeBron. Um, actually, I think it was going to be interesting. I don't know how, they, how they're going to do this, but Kevin Love is going to come off the uh, No, he's not going to come off the bench. I'm so slow. Forgive me. Kevin Love is going to start at center for the Cavaliers, which means that Jay Crowder is going to seep into the starting lineup now here's the question is lebron now the team's power forward or will he remain the small forward i asked this question because when he was in miami chris bosh was the pot was the center of the team and shane battier was the power forward quote unquote on the depth chart he was listed as a power forward um but you know lebron is freaking 250 something 60 40 something pounds so you would think he's the he's going to be the power forward but he might stay the small forward so when you look at their starting five at least starting the season d wade derrick rose d wade jay crowder lebron kevin love that's a nice starting five that i think they're 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 going to contend for that number one spot boston Kyrie's looking like he's ready 
Kyrie's looking like he's ready. He's out there. He's in the preseason. He's balling. Um, him and Gordon Hayward is balling. Um, I think um, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be interesting to see what Boston does. Are they gonna start a more traditional lineup? I think I seen Aaron Baines in there as a starter. Um, I don't think that'd be a good idea because so many teams are stretching out their starting five, meaning that everybody can step out with outside of the three point line. And Aaron Baines is a little more traditional in the pain, a little midi, you know what I'm saying? But he's not going to be able to stay out there with the with the centers, quote unquote, nowadays. So he may he may be exposed for a little. He might get exposed. So it might be interesting to see how that goes with Boston in terms of what they do with their starting five. Washington, um, they're still looking consistent. They got that deadly one-two combo with John Wall and Bradley Bill. Otto Porter, Marquise Morris, uh, Martian Gortat. Um, so, you know, you, you would see that they're not really going to go nowhere this year. I think they're still going to contend. Um, Toronto, they're still looking strong. They re-signed Kyle Lowry. They re-signed Serge. They still got Valanchunas, uh, DeRozan. Um, they, picked up the, uh, they picked up the small forward from Indiana who's a who's a defensive stopper. I don't think he's not he's not going to really be effective in the beginning of the year, but you know, somebody who can come off the bench and give them legitimate minutes. Milwaukee, Milwaukee I think is going to be the team to look out for this year, man. Look, I played 2K, right? Giannis hit me up for like 40, 13 and 11, right? Giannis is the truth. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 6 foot 11 doing playing the point guard role you know he he he, he's that deal he's that deal and it looked like he's developing a little bit of a jump shot if he develops a jump shot that people have to respect man it's Giannis can be in that MVP talk this year and I'm I'm, that's real talk I think he's I think he can really do it this year but this this team overall is just it's so solid it's so solid from top to bottom when you look at a Giannis you look at uh the seven foot demigod thon maker uh, Jabari, he's he's gonna be y'all, but he's gonna come back eventually. He's another twenty plus scorer. Um, Malcolm Malcolm Brogdon, who was uh, the rookie of the year. Um, you know, Chris Middleton. They they, they just have, they have a lot of pieces that, if it comes together, if it continues to come together, Milwaukee's gonna Milwaukee's gonna be a nice little problem in the um, in the East, man. I'm, I'm telling y'all. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a problem, man. So when you think of those top five, four, five teams, man, it's gonna be three spots left. You gotta look at it. Uh, you gotta look at Chicago, Chicago, poor Chicago, man. They, they, they rebuilding. They, they, they trying to get their thing together. Um, they're gonna be without Zach Levine. Now they're gonna be without Chris Dunn. He uh dislocated his finger, so he's gonna be out. F- minimum two to four weeks um so you know they're trying to put their you know they're just trying to piece their team together until um their their main pieces come back to where you know you know where they're going to be able to be but they're going to be trash this year anyway so don't really expect nothing from the uh from the bulls the pacers um, I think Victor Oladipo is is, is really going to step in because really people are really dogging Victor Oladipo, and I mean I've dogged him too, but I think this is his chance to really showcase his his ability to be a leader on the team. Um, I think he can do that. 
Um, I like Miles Turner. I like I, I kind of like what Indiana's doing. They're they're young, so they're they're gonna have to go through some growing pains. But once they go through through those growing pains, um, they're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. So you know you have to watch out for the uh, Indiana Pacers. Just not this year because they're gonna be trashed. <laughs> they're, they're not gonna be good at all. So don't don't look out for Indiana. They're they're not gonna be good at all. So that's two spots that's gonna be opened up. Um, who was that last spot? It was, it was Cleveland, Chicago. No, it was Boston, Chicago. It was Cleveland, Indiana. It was Toronto, Milwaukee, and it was Atlanta. Okay, it was it was Atlanta in in Washington. Oh yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta. They're they're trash too. Don't expect nothing from them either. They Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap went away. Um, he signed a deal with Denver. Good move for the Nuggets. Um, they traded Dwight Howard. Um, they're trash. <laughs> they they have nobody to speak on. Um, this is Dennis Schroeder's team, so it's going to be up to him to uh to to do something. They did get the they got the power forward out of Wake Forest. Uh, the still of the draft. Um, this coming draft, so he could be some. He could potentially be something. But you know, with big guys, you got to give them a little time if they don't have that special Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis type of um talent. So you know, just 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 be on the lookout for how trash the Hawks is going to be this year. Now that leaves three spots open. You would think with those three spots. I say Philly is going to be in the mix. Ben Simmons is looking like the truth. Ben Simmons is is LeBron. He he's he's the he's the next coming of LeBron. You call me crazy if you want to, but Ben Simmons has it all. He he reminds me of LeBron when he was when he when LeBron first got into the league. He has that that given ability that that offensive awareness, that court vision, that playmaking ability that LeBron had, he has the ability to get rebounds. Not really an effective scorer, not really the slasher that LeBron was, but LeBron, I mean, if he wasn't slashing, if you let him take jump shots, you you was happy. If he can develop enough of a shot as it as LeBron did, Ben Simmons is going to be the next LeBron James. I, I I really think he had he has the skill set to be the next LeBron. Partner that up with a Markel folks who I think is gonna who's gonna give a lot of people problems this year. He might not be rookie of the year um problems, but he's gonna give he's gonna because that rookie class is so heavy and so many rookies this year is gonna be expected to give to contribute a lot more than what I think folks is gonna be asked to contribute, at least this year. Um he might not be in that rookie of the year mix. He may be in that top five mix, but he's not going to be in that, that that top three that top three mix that uh that that I that I think he he should be he he needs to be in. So when you got that, and then you got Joel and B, he's coming back. You signed JJ Redick. You know you got a pure shooter out there. Um, with Philly, it's just a matter of. Putting the chemistry together and going out there and balling because their team is the team is young, man. So when you got young legs, you got young legs, high hops. <laughs> they they're injury they're very injury prone though, so you have to watch out for the injury bug with Philly. So I think that's one team that I think can sneak in in the East. Another team that I think is going to sneak in, and it's just, just me being hometown biased, but I mean everybody else in the East is trash. So I mean I I could I I can't see why this team will not sneak in. Um, I think the Pistons gonna sneak in, man. 
for every for what everybody says about what Reggie Jackson was last year, um, I I don't I don't I don't fault Reggie Jackson because he was hurt. He tried to come back. He tried to be a contributor to the team. Maybe he came back too early, and it showed. It showed in his game. He got exposed, and what he was known for, he wasn't able to use, which made which made him look trash. Um, I think if he comes back and he's just able to be himself, if he's able to be 95% Reggie Jackson, you get that pick and roll going with Andre Drummond, um, you're good. I think Andre Drummond, I think Andre Drummond's uh, season is going to be contingent on what Reggie Jackson does because when Reggie Jackson was Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond was an all-star. You know what I'm saying? Um, when... Reggie Jackson wasn't was seventy percent, sixty five percent Reggie Jackson. Andre Drummond st- struggled. So I think I think it's gonna be I think those two are going to be contingent on each other on on what the Pistons do. I think they have enough talent though um, to to maybe you know to get hmm, so above average years from at least one of them. I think one of them has to have a great year. You I think you would probably do better with. Uh, I think you would do better with Andre Drummond having a better, uh, just an above average year. I think you need a great year from Reggie Jackson because he kind of stretches the floor out. He has the ability to do certain things on the court, and I think you just need your point guard to just be that that deal. So I think Reggie Jackson needs to come back and he needs to have a great year. They picked up Avery Bradley this year. Um, they picked up Avery Bradley mainly because Boston needed to alleviate cap space to pick up Gordon Hayward. Um, so they, they get Avery Bradley. He's on a one year deal. More often than not, you would think that the Pistons would want to resign him. They let KCP walk to the Lakers. So you think they would want to resign Avery Bradley. It would, it would make no sense for them to let him walk this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So expect Avery Bradley to be back in the I expect Avery Bradley to be back in the Pistons uniform. Um, Tobias Harris. Stanley Johnson, I think, has a lot to prove this year. Um, they signed, they they drafted Luke Kennard. They they signed Langston Galloway, who I gave slack for for not being a shooter. Um, shows you how much I know about basketball, huh? Langston Galloway actually he got a he got a little wetty. He got a little wet wet. You know he can he can he can he can fire he can fire it and, and he can make it. You know, so that's what the Pistons need. They need guys who can come off that bench. And get them instant, uh, instant scoring from three, man. So uh, the Pistons, they have no excuse not to make the playoffs this year. They have no excuse because those three teams are going to be trash. They have no excuse to not make the playoffs this year. So that's my second team that I would say to, to look out for. Now, my third team. My third team may 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 surprise you. You might you might get a little surprise out of my third team. It might be a little surprise. It might be a little surprise from the third team. <laughs> no, it ain't gonna be really. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it's not really gonna be no surprise because as trash as the Hawks are. I like Mike Budenholzer. I think he can get the most out of the players that he has, and I think he can he can get the most out of them to to get them to the playoffs. So I think the Hawks will be a will be a playoff team. So if I'm doing my seedings, this will be these will be my seedings. I have I have Boston number one, believe it or not, because I don't know. That Cavaliers squad is not going to stay healthy for the whole year. Think about it. Isaiah Thomas is already going to be out until January. So, 
you got to think in between there. You're going to have a lot of injuries, and a lot of players are going to sit out. So I don't think I don't think the Cavaliers are built for the regular season. So they don't care if they get first seed or not. So I don't think that they're going to get for first seed. So give me Boston number one. Give me Cleveland number two. Give me um, give me Toronto three. Give me Washington four. Give me Milwaukee five. Give me. Detroit six, give me. I take that back. Atlanta's not gonna make the playoffs. Give me Charlotte seven, and then give me um, give me Philly eight. That's gonna be my my top eight seeds for the Eastern Conference this year. Now let's go. Let's let's talk about the West real quick. Now the West, the West is the West is just the West is jam packed. <laughs> The West is jam packed. The West is jam packed. I mean, we—I will say it started with KD this year, but it didn't really start with KD this year. It started draft night when Minnesota when Minnesota acquired Jimmy Butler because now they have Jimmy Butler, Anthony Anthony Wiggins, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, and Carl Anthony Towns. They go out and they sign Jeff Teague. They sign Taj Gibson. They sign Jamal Crawford. They bring they bring back Sebastian Muhammad. This team is nice. This team is so nice. They got every they got every piece that that you need to be covered. Covered. Um, they, they have a nice bench. When you think of Jamal Crawford, Gorgie James, Sebastian Muhammad, they 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 got a nice little bench that they can hit you with. Their starting five is. One perhaps one of the best starting fives coming out when you think of Te- Jeff Teague, Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. No, Taj Gibson, Carl Anthony Towns. Nice starting five that you will really want to build around. To not be all done though, Houston goes ahead and they acquire Chris Paul. Now, initially, I didn't like the move. I felt that you had two ball-dominant guys in the same backcourt. I wasn't sure how that was going to work. Chris Paul has always been contingent on being the the, the guy who runs the offense. And now you, you kind of have to be 50-50 or maybe 55-40 or 75-25 with James Harden. I, didn't, I don't know if he would have liked that. But I actually seen a preseason game against the Thunder. And Chris Paul looked it amazing out there all kind of passes you can see that chris paul is is really going to open the floor up for trevor reza uh ryan anderson clint capella is going to have another good year and when you think about it james harden did the exact same things for them but now it's more so of you have two playmakers out there the the shots is really going to open up now um for those guys, and I think is they're 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 gonna have a really good year. Houston, Houston looked it very very well. Um, now, can this can can this maintain for the season? It remains to be seen. Houston, I think, like I said, I think Houston could be one three four game losing streak away from it being problems with that backcourt to where somebody's complaining not about not being able to touch the ball more. There's that and the other, so you gotta watch out for that. But to not be outdone, <laughs> to not be outdone, the Oklahoma City Thunder acquires Paul George for, as I mentioned in the in a few minutes ago, Victor Oladipo, and they got the Thomas Sabonis in the trade. Now this is a steal, but I think Paul George kind of he he screwed Indiana over because the minute you make it known that you don't want to be somewhere no more, your value goes 
instantly down as to where Paul George may hit Garner maybe two, three first-round picks or second-round picks or whatever the case may be. You see what they got for him. Um, with Paul George and Russell, Russell Westbrook there with uh, Roberson, they signed Patrick Peterson, which I thought was a very, very good move because I didn't like Canner coming off being a, a starter with um, with Steven Adams. So with, with that together... Um, I felt that the that the, the 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 Thunder they were at least gonna be like maybe a fifth, sixth seed. But no, 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 no. They go out and they pick up Carmelo Anthony for Ennis Cancer and whoever else they got. <laughs> I don't even know who else they got. But now you got a big three with Westbrook, George, and and Melo, and you just resigned Westbrook to a nice little $233 million extension? Oh! Shout out to Westbrook, man. Oklahoma City is going to look really nice. I, I hear a lot of people saying that um, this now puts Oklahoma City as the favorite to win the championship. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. If anything, it will probably put them in the conference finals. But it, it, it this team is still not beating the Warriors. Still not beating the Warriors. Because as great as Carmelo is, he's still a liability defensively. And those fours in the West... I think those four. Now he's going to be able to get his off a lot of fours. It's not a lot of fours who can who can really who can really match up with Melo on, on that tip. I look at probably Blake Griffin, um, Draymond, uh, Paul Millsap is a is a very good defender in that West. Um, but other than that, I don't think it's a lot of really a lot of maybe Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis. It's a lot of fours who make could keep up with Anthony out there. But on the on on the defensive end, Melo's gonna get eight alive because he didn't play defense to begin with. So um, he's he's gonna get he's gonna get eight up. He's gonna get eight up by those by those by those uh, big them big boys down in the Western Conference, man. But Oklahoma City, man, they they're looking they're looking nice, man. They're looking they're looking nice. Um, the Lakers, the Lakers, they got Lonzo. Big baller brand is in Tinseltown, even though I don't think they really went nowhere. I think they're from California. <laughs> so, they ain't really went nowhere. But, you know, now, you know, the shenanigans is now in uh, Tinseltown. Lonzo Ball is going to be nice. I foolishly stated in a previous episode that I didn't think Lonzo Ball was going to be a starter this year. I felt like maybe they wanted to bring him along slowly. You know how, like... In football, when somebody when when um when a team drafts a quarterback with the first pick or a very high pick, and they you know they got a veteran, and they say, well, we're gonna let the veteran start, let the rookie kind of, you know, just learn from the veteran, and then when he's ready, you know, he's gonna be able to take the round. That's what I thought about this, but watching summer league and watching Lonzo Ball play, Lonzo was nice, man, and watch out, watch out for that boy Kyle Kuzma, man. Him and Lonzo has a really good chemistry out there. I think Kyle Kuzma is gonna—he's gonna do some serious damage this year. I think it's gonna be—it's gonna be intriguing, man. Brandon Ingram looking like he's ready to step up to be—you know—be more um, within 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 this team. So watch out for that. And a lot of people are sleeping on Brook Lopez. I don't know why he fits this modern day NBA very really really well. With the ability to to step out, not only to post up and get his in on the block, but to be able to step out mid-range to get his. And then I'll be able to step out on the three-point line and get his. The only thing about Brooke is 
He don't rebound. He's seven foot two and he only averages like six rebounds. He he has the Kristaps. Kristaps is the same way. Everybody's so high on Kristaps, but he's looking more. If if Kristaps doesn't de- get more rebounds and really develop that, he looks more and more like Andrea Bariani to me. Because Bariani back in the day, Bariani got buckets. Buckets, buckets, buckets. Buckets on top of buckets on top of buckets. It was it was in no spot where I'm where Bariani wasn't gonna miss, but he played no defense. Even though Kristaps he has a he can he can uh he can defend the paint a little bit, but he don't rebound. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and Bariani didn't rebound. So I mean that's one thing that you have to really look out for with Kristaps. Uh, but um back to Brook Lopez, I think um. He's a very good rim protector. So, you know, the the fact that they have a guy who can step who can go inside out and still protect the rim. The Lakers are going to be better than what I think a lot of people give them. They did sign. They got Contavious Caldwell Pope, who is very inconsistent, very inconsistent. He's a guy who can give you 25 one week. Now, next week, he can give you seven. He's that guy. Um, So... You just have to, you know, you just have to be careful about uh, the Lakers, man. Um, I think the Lakers are one five-game losing streak away from hearing from Lonzo. Oh, not Lonzo, but LeVar Ball. So, you know, you have that hanging over your head. Um, so, it's, it's going to be, the Lakers going to be an interesting team to watch out for. Now, a team that I think that isn't going to be paid a lot of attention to because the the West, like I said, the West is so stacked, man. The West is so stacked. But I think, I think a team that could really turn a lot of people's heads this year, um, look out for the Denver Nuggets, man. They got a nice little front court. They let... They let Gall- they, uh, Gallinari went to the Clippers. But with Jokic, Paul Millsap, they just re-signed uh, Gary Harris to a nice little extension. Wilson Chandler, the ultimate professional who who, who does it, who does everything very, very well. Um, you got Jamal Murray. You got Moutier. Denver can Denver can be a problem for a lot of for a lot of teams in that West, and I think they can sneak in into that playoff race because I think Memphis is going to drop out, and I think Portland is going to drop out. Portland didn't really get any better this year. They was kind of kind of um, hand tied with their with their cap situation. Um, they paid a lot of money to Evan Turner last year. They got a lot of got like a lot of money on the books, so you know they wasn't really going to be able to do a lot of different things. But even though um, they're, they're going to be in the mix too Because I, I would never count out Damian Lillard And uh, CJ McCullum That backcourt is just too vicious for me to, to, to count out You know what I'm saying So with that being said um, The West is stacked man <laughs> The West, the West is, is, is super stacked man I'm, I'm, Like I said I'm really really I'm super excited to see What's going to uh, happen within the West So if I'm doing my one through eight in the West, here it is. I got Golden State, Oklahoma City. I got Minnesota. Um, I have. I got Oklahoma. I got Golden State, Oklahoma City. No, Golden State, Oklahoma City, Houston, Minnesota. Um, I'm gonna throw the. Uh, who who gonna be those those last four though? 
Those last four. Who is the last four? Oh, San Antonio. San Antonio. I mean, even though they're old, they're still old. Um, they're still San Antonio. So you 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 can't you can't not not give up or not give up, but you can't not count San Antonio out. So San Antonio is still gonna be in the mix. Um uh shoot. Denver. Denver is gonna be in the mix. Um the Clippers are gonna be in the mix, and I think the Blazers are gonna be in the mix. And that's my uh that's my top eight for the uh for the Western Conference. Like I said, it's gonna be an interesting year, man, to see what happens, man, with with, with a lot of different teams and how they go, um, in terms of uh you know what their season is gonna look like. Um so yeah, man. I just wanted to share that with y'all because you know the like I said the weeks uh you know it's a, we, we getting close man we getting close we're a little under a week away before the uh before the the real games start and 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 games start meaning something so really be on the lookout for that um I'm at, like I said I'm actually very excited to see uh what happens in terms of uh who does what this year which will lead me to Yes, this is going to lead me to my picks this year, my early season award winning picks. I'm going to, since they did top three in the little award show, which, you know, eh, I guess. Um, since they did top three, I'm going to give y'all my top three for each award. So, mm, how are we going to start this off? Let's start off with coach of the year, man. So, Coach of the year, my dark horse, my my dark horse candidate, I think is going to be Tom Thibodeau. My runner up is going to be my runner up is going to be uh, uh let's throw Teron Lou. No, Brad Stevens and the coach of the year because they're going to have the best record once again. It's going to be Steve Kerr. So they're gonna, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna have the, they're gonna have the best record. Now, I think I said once again. Steve Kerr didn't win Coach of the Year. Mike D'Antoni won Coach of the Year. Matter of fact, let's let's just let's be bold. Let's not even give Steve Kerr the award. Let's give the award to Mike Malone, the head coach of the Nuggets, because the Nuggets are gonna make the playoffs this year. And I think you can't count, you cannot give him the the award if that's the case, especially if they seed high which i think they can so mike malone is going to be the coach of the year this year defensive player of the year i think this always going to be a three-person race i think the dark horse is probably going to be uh i don't think draymond wins it this year he's going to be my dark horse my runner-up is i think it's going to be rudy gobert um my defensive player this year i think it's going to be Kawhi leonard i think he's going to be you know he's going to elevate his defense he's the number one guy this then the third so he 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 he's going to be that guy so defensive player of the year give me Kawhi leonard most improved player most improved player i think it's going to be interesting as well my dark horse is going to be Reggie Jackson. Like I said, I think he has a lot to prove this year. I think he's going to come in and he's going to prove everything that he needs to prove to show people that he is the deal in terms of being the guy um, for the Pistons going forward. My runner up, the guy who I think is going to play second place. Um. That's tough, man. That's 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 gonna be tough. That is gonna be tough. But you know what? I'm gonna say, um, 
You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a little of a limb here. I'm gonna say Alfred Payton from the Magic. Matter of fact, he's gonna be my dark horse. My runner-up is gonna be Reggie Jackson. The reason I say Alfred Payton is because he showed you a little what he could do last year with the triple doubles. I think he can do more of that this year because. I think the Magic are still trying to find their identity in terms of who they want to be. And I think Alfred Payton, um, if he could develop if he can develop enough of a jump shot, his all-around game is solid enough to where he can be a Ray a Rondo type of player and still be highly effective. You know what? Matter of fact, I'll take that back. You know, I'll put him, I'll put Alfred Payton with a little under um him and Reggie Jackson is going to be my dark horse. My runner-up, I think, is going to be Drew Holiday. I take Drew Holiday, I think, is going to be in that mix for most approved players. And this is why. Because he has Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. And that's the team that I didn't mention when I was talking about the West. But I don't think they still, I don't think they have enough to contend for a playoff spot because they have no shooting. But Drew Holiday is going to be able to get buckets. And I hate it out of, out of the shooters that they don't have. Drew Holiday is a capable enough shooter to where he can, you know, he can get some buckets. So I think he's gonna his his game is gonna improve so much that he's gonna be in that mix um, for for the most improved player. But my winner for most improved player of the year is Nikola Jokic, who I th- thought should have won it last year. Nikola Jokic is an animal. He can score. He can rebound. He's the pe- the best passing big man since Vlade. You know what I'm saying? Um, so him and him and Paul Millsap, Millsap is going to open his game up so much more. I'm really excited for Denver this year. Nikola Jokic, most improved player. Um, rookie of the year, rookie of the year. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is going to be my dark horse this year. I think Kyle Kuzma is going to do some, is going to do some serious damage. Like I said, um, no, you know, I take that back. But be on the lookout for Kyle Kuzma, though, to be honest with you. Markel Folks is going to be my third place. I think he's going to be the dark horse. Like I said, I think he's going to do some some, some big things. Him and Ben Simmons, um, that's, going to be a, that's going to be a nice little combo. Now, <laughs> in, in hindsight, Lonzo Ball is going to win this award because he has, he has the, the most hype on his name. He's going to win this award. But then again, Joel Embiid had the most hype on his name, and he didn't win it. So, uh, you never know. But I think he's going to be the runner-up. My winner for most for Rookie of the Year is going to be Ben Simmons because he's going to be putting up crazy type of numbers, maybe like 14, 15, 8, and 9 or something like that. I think he can, I think he's going to put up those type of numbers. I think he can stay healthy for the whole year. Um, I think the thing with Ben Simmons, he put on all that weight uh, once he got drafted. He put on all that muscle, and then you know, when you know, once you once you put on muscle, on, once you put muscle onto the body, you know, certain joints and ligaments aren't used to having all that extra pounds, all that extra weight on them. So, you know, you know, the, the the joints get a little contorted a little bit, and I think that's that's exactly what happened to him. But now he's he's been out a year, you know, he he kind of got it situated to where he can come back and play and be effective, and I think he's going to be very super 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 effective. He's going to be very effective. Six man of the year. Um, Eric Gordon won it last year. My dark horse this year is going to be Jamal Crawford. Like I said, Jamal Crawford, he's he he he's the ageless one. <laughs> he's always going to be in that six man of the year topic discussion. Um, so Jamal Crawford is going to be my dark horse. 
Um, Lou Williams is going to be, I think, my runner-up. Like I said, I don't, I don't see a backcourt with him and Lou Williams starting. I mean, not him and Lou Williams. I don't see a backcourt with Lou Williams starting just because I feel he's he's a liability on defense, and I think he gives you more with that second unit because he can put up he can put up more shots when need be. So I think he's going to be that 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 uh, runner up. Um, I think Eric Gordon wins it again this year. Eric Gordon wins it again. Like I said, Chris Paul. Chris Paul and James Harden is going to open up the game for so many different players. Eric Gordon was already balling with James Harden. Just imagine what he does with Chris Paul now. So, Eric Gordon, six man of the year. MVP. Now, I got to do five players for MVP. I think it's only right that I do five. I think it's only right. Um, Giannis, LeBron, Steph. Kawhi Westbrook Westbrook will win MVP And I'm done Episode number 23 Yes I just did it I'm ending it on that note If you don't like it I don't know what to tell you But you know You give you something to think about Talk about when you know What you with When you with your friends Or whoever you be talking to about Or whatever But uh I am your host Tyrone Smith And uh Hey, yeah, y'all, 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 y'all thought I forgot. I, I mentioned it when I first opened the show. Y'all, y'all thought I forgot about it this time. I ain't forget this time, man. I be, I be, I be thirsty in the mug when I be doing these episodes, talking and I be all dry. Oh man, hold on, wait a minute. Ooh, that's delicious. One more, one more, one more. One more for the road. <sighs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm out of here. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GEC325. And check out our website at www.gec325.com. Tune in next week for another episode of Got Em Coach. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.